The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. I guess that means we have to begin. I feel largely unprepared for today. <laughs> I am as well. <laughs> yeah, but you're always <clears throat> you're always in a relative state of something. <laughs> it's a great way to it's a great way to shut her up though. By put a microphone in her face and, and she just no comment. Don't I usually not talk though? Yeah. No. You do a lot of you do a lot of talking off mic. Well, yeah, that's why I usually don't have a mic in front of my face. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We could set that we could set it up more often seeing that you show up here a lot. Well, the puppy's here today. So that's, that's 100% worthwhile reason to stop by. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, so we had one plan for today. And now we're moving on to a different plan for today. Um, I'm okay with that because the first plan I didn't have time to research. Prepare. Yeah. It's all good. Because it's been, on Saturday, mm-hmm. I did $5,000 half price rental day. Oh, that's thing. So I did like weekend. a $10,000 day. That's rough, dude. Yeah. So I basically, when I got home, fell asleep, mm. woke up, went to work, felt like ass because I didn't get enough sleep, got home, went to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I got I got a weekend like that coming up. Uh, I forgot that it was coming uh, oh, yeah. last week, though. And thus I said, oh, yeah, I'll research about this person this week. Oh, no. <laughs> Life's not going to let that happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, any exciting stories from the weekend? Other than uh, Yesterday no was exciting. I got... Um, Yelled at by a guy because I told him that I wasn't going to repair his subwoofer because there was nothing wrong with it. What did he claim was wrong with it? Uh, he was claiming that he was getting some low-end humming noises and stuff like that. Okay. And like from talking with him, it sounded like what he was getting was microphone feedback out of the sub. Mm. So, you know, just like really yeah. low kind of feedback noise and because it doesn't sound like normal feedback he thinks there's something wrong with his sub and also because he bought models that were like five years apart from each other like it's the same model of sub but because they were made five years apart from each other and I can tell that by just looking at serial numbers right. but um, the the cones the dust caps on the, the cones are different sizes and only slightly does that make a difference in the tone? no yeah okay it, it sounds like the same sub. It's just yeah. the, the dust cover was slightly 
I mean, if there is a difference in tone, it's... It's so minor that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was insisting that you repair the microphone feedback in his sub. He was demanding that I repair his subs, but I had spent with him there a half hour pretty much pinning his subs to get them to fail. Mm-hmm. Like I was hitting the limiter, yep, and they didn't fail. So I was just like, sorry, but I can't do anything with this because they're fine. Yep. What do you want me to do? And then he got mad at me, uh, even asked to see my diploma about being a tech. Just, and I had a smart-ass moment where I said, because I carry that on me. Here, let's go to my place, and you can see the piece of paper that I hang on my wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> at That's that awesome. point, I was so frustrated. I just had to be a smart-ass. <laughs> that is a great line. That is a great line. I love that. <laughs> so, Yeah. And then eventually we just came to the conclusion that I would test the subs for the rest of the day and call them if they fail. They didn't fail. Mm-hmm. I tested them. It was probably about 2 p.m. when he came in, and I left at 6, and I had the subs running all day. Four hours? I was standing in front of the subs the entire time. Oh, dude, that's rough. I had them at low volume, though. Okay. If they're going to fail, they're going to fail regardless. And I mean, I was already pinning them for a half hour, so. Right. The store must have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. What I think it is, is there was low feedback and, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. low feedback or, or a ground loop um, or, like, there's all sorts of things that could cause a... Uh, yeah. Some sort of low ringing and a failing sub is not one of the things that causes a low. Yeah. So what's the He's convinced because the dust caps are different sizes that we've screwed him over with selling him stuff. And I've had to explain to him several times that the cones in there are rated the same, same power, Mm -hmm. the same homage. Everything about them is the same. The dust cap is the only thing that's different. And it doesn't make a difference. It just pr- keeps dust. What what brand? Is it coast. Yorkville? Yorkville. Yeah. Yeah. People will never understand. They'll always look for excuses. And I've done it. You've done it, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But I mean, when you have a person who is one of the store's techs, because I am technically one of the store's techs, mm-hmm. I don't do the crazy in depth work. Right. But, you know, part of my job is to diagnose problems. And if it's simple to fix, then I fix do it. it. If it's something that's a little bit more in-depth and I need to know, like, Ohm's Law and stuff, uh, well, I give that to Darcy upstairs so that Darcy isn't overrun with this wall of speakers to fix. Right. But, eh, whatever. Guy wouldn't hear me out. That's fair. Normally, you know, when we have problems with people, it's just like, let me get one of my texts, and then I come in and I go, oh yeah, this this sounds normal, right? Because earlier that that weekend, there was a lady who bought a cheap speaker, and then was complaining that it didn't have enough <coughs> sub, that it was very thin and kind of 
not very pleasing sounding. <coughs> and the guy who had sold it to her or had checked it in doesn't know, wasn't familiar with the, uh, the model. Right. And so I came over, listened to it, and I was like, yeah, that's how this series sounds. There's nothing wrong with that speaker. And like I had to be there to make that lady just be like, okay. Of course, they, they introduced me as like, here's Joey. He's one of our techs. Let's see what his opinion is. <coughs> cool. So most of the time people are pretty good about just being like, yeah, okay, you're the tech because everybody says you're the tech. <laughs> or one of the techs yeah. is usually how I'm introduced. Except when you're the guy that starts dealing with the client, and then they're yeah, and then they just believe I'm saying I'm the tech because yeah, whatever. I used to do, I used to do that when I was working retail. I used to tell people I was the assistant manager. People always ask me if I'm a manager at work, but really we just live in a tiny socialist society at my job. So mm-hmm. it's like, I guess I'm kind of a manager, but everyone here is a manager. So we all do manager-ish stuff. <laughs> yeah, but people always want someone higher up the food chain, right? I could pretend I'm a manager. All I have to do is wear my white shirt. <laughs> it's true. If you wear a white shirt at Long McQuaid, people think you're a manager. Nice. I don't wear my white shirt because I know how dirty it would get. In fact, I've only worn it once, and there's already stains on it, so I don't wear it. When I was working at uh, Radio Shack, specifically my time at the Bonnie Dune Mall, which was just over a year. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, not the nicest of places. <coughs> anyway, um, I worked for a guy that was confrontational averse like just didn't want confrontation at all and his assistant manager of the store was a bigger coward than I am hmm. yeah unless she already felt like she was superior to you and then she would she'd happily lord that over you anyway I'm standing right beside her at the till explaining to a gentleman that he can't return his year and a half old whatever. And he demands to see the manager. She's standing right beside me. The actual manager, like the store manager isn't there, but the assistant manager should be good enough, right? She turns and walks towards the back without saying a thing. So I look at her and I look back and says, you're talking to him. You still can't return it. (laughs) And he just got really mad. I used to enjoy that kind of thing. I've had many of those conversations. Now I like being the boss of no one. <laughs> yeah. I've had a conversation like that with a guy trying to check in something to repair. He hadn't used it for two months after we fixed it. Mm-hmm. He was demanding that uh, we fi- fix it again because... Uh, Clearly, this problem that has nothing to do with the problem that it was initially brought into repair is because of us. Mm. But he hadn't used it in two months, and it's just like, sir, you've had two months to use this. Chances are it's broken because you did something. Well, and, and 
two months after something's given back to you is a little long to demand for us to fix our mistake. Right. Like he could have hooked it up. And, yeah. And if a problem occurred, we would have fixed it within the first month. And and that's why that's why places like that have a thirty day policy. You know, you have it, it's it's the customer's responsibility to within a reasonable period of time verify that it's working. I have I had to tell him that we ended up checking it in to repair for him, but I had to tell him right then and there, like in the future. If this is broken, you have 30 days. If you wait past those 30 days, we're not checking it in again for you. Well, it, so I bought I bought this little tiny keyboard. Yep. Um, it works fine. I'm not worried about it. Uh, but I bought it, and then it sat on the floor in the corner of the control room for six weeks before I actually opened the box. Okay. I already knew that if there was a problem, that was on me. You know, right. I would try to take it back, but I already knew, maybe because I worked in retail. That's probably. People are just. I'm, I'm having a low opinion of people in general these days. Yeah, my opinion of people keeps getting lower. Yeah, it shouldn't. It should already be as low as it's going to get. People keep disappointing. Yeah, but then somebody shows you another level of stupid. Yeah. I would think after 40 years, I would have seen all the levels of stupid there could be. But, yeah. Anywho. So, um, <clears throat> I started that analog mix project. Uh, for your remix of your songs that you did like 10 years ago? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did the first song yesterday. Um, it was kind of a big experiment because most of it was recorded rather poorly. And the further I got into the mix, the more I realized how poorly it was recorded. Naturally. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Excuse me. Um, what did I want to talk about? It mostly it was the guitars, right? Very solid state digital sounding. Oh yeah, and like very very buzzy. I've had that problem before, and I've been told I shouldn't do this, but I keep doing it anyway. Hmm. But when I get bad guitar tones, my solution is to send it to a amp sim. Yep. With a cab impulse, and it just seems to, yeah, work. I I get more of that like guitar tone that I'm looking for. I've tried that with other tracks. This one I didn't because I was doing it all analog, yeah. right? Um, but uh, <laughs> um, what I what I did naturally, I did a whole bunch of EQ carving. Um, but I ran one guitar through the tone beast and just abused it and then ran the other guitar through one of the uh, VP26 preamps and again completely abused it like gain cranked mm -hmm. and the output turned back so low just to make sure that I'm not blowing anything up on this end yeah 
Um, and, and both of them, they sounded, they sounded way better. Still had to do some more EQ carving afterwards, but it brought out some actual tone out of the guitars. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's more or less what I do with the amp sims is just mm. distort them and then yeah. carve the, the tone I want out of that. Uh, the assistant I had yesterday, the, uh, the new intern, yeah. um, who might join us next week. Okay. We'll see. But um, he was saying by the end... It, he doesn't consider himself a guitar snob, but he likes what he likes and he knows what he doesn't like. That's he fair. said by the end of the day, by the end of the four and a half hours, um, he wasn't noticing the guitar tone, which is a good thing. That is a good thing. Considering where we started with and considering, especially in, in this song, how insignificant the guitars were outside of, um, outside of being like sonic space fillers. Okay. Yeah. Although there was one slide guitar, I don't know what I was thinking, but a slide guitar that he said sounded like a loon. Like the bird on the back of the loony. How do you make a slide guitar sound like a loon? I'll play it for you later. It's it's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want to hear a guitar that sounds like a magpie. I don't want to ever do. hear a magpie. We have a magpie nest right outside our window. And if well, I don't was... Don't that. She might kidnap one of the babies. I love magpies. There's a bunch of them in there. They're so cute. They're so annoying. Yeah, that's and why I like them. they're such assholes. They, yeah, that's why I like them. Uh, they attack the dog. Yeah, they attack my dog too. Your dog attacks them. Back. Yeah, exactly. They totally deserve it. Pepper just wants to play with them. Yeah, my, my dog just wants to eat them. Mm. We're worried that if Pepper actually started playing with small animals, that she'd start to tear them apart. Yeah. Probably what she would do. Anyway, yeah, so we had lots of magpies. But the guitars don't sound like magpies. Oh. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, I'm not sure that would be a good thing. I don't think... Slide guitar sounding like a loon is a good thing. No, no. It was the the part itself, and I, I wrote it, I played it, fully admit it. The part itself was so bad that I considered the entire t- the entire length of the mix. Um, I considered just getting rid of it. Hmm. But by the end, we decided it was it was far too funny and weird that we were going to leave it in. Okay. Pepper's just bringing all her toys into the control room, eh? She wants you guys to play with it. I'm trying. Hmm. There's a microphone in front of me today, so I can't. We can move it. That's okay. I can deal with the her licking my toes instead <laughs> of my arms today. Yeah, right? <clears throat> anyway, so... I'll walk you through the setup. Um... Let's see. Had uh, kick drum mix going into VP26. Okay. Use it as um, light limiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then into the uh, little bit of saturation. And then into um, 
Don't yawn on me, man. Yeah. Don't start that. You need I'm more coffee. I'm still exhausted from my weekend. Yeah. Like I'm. This is the start of your days off. I'm not as tired as I was, but I'm still like <laughs> sore muscles and stuff. Fair enough. I was surprised yesterday wasn't as busy as it should have been. Mm. Should have been a lot busier yesterday. Although maybe after I left, Dylan got avalanched on, which, considering he didn't, he wasn't there on Saturday. I'm slightly okay with that. <laughs> If that was the case. All right. <laughs> I hope Dylan gets to hear this. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. <laughs> Chances are he would laugh at that anyway because he's yeah. like a giant with a heart of gold. Nice. Nice. <laughs> in fact, there was a Saturday we have meetings. Mm-hmm. And in the meeting, somebody suggested we get Dylan a card saying thank you and signing it. And I made the comment that you're going to make the giant cry. <laughs> the thing is, is he probably would cry if you gave him a card with like everybody's name saying thank you. What has he done to deserve a thank you card? Um, on Friday, he stayed till nine o'clock helping a person. Oh. And he does that on a regular basis. Sweet. Just... All around, just a really good guy. Probably the most well-liked person in the, the building. Very cool. Yeah. What, uh, so you're an extra level of asshole for wishing him crazy Monday. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, uh, does he play an instrument? Does he play in a bass. band? He plays uh, bass? He doesn't play in a band, though. All right. Just invites people to jam. It's usually what happens. Gotcha. Um, I jammed with him like about a year ago. Probably jam with him on Saturday, this Saturday. Is that Alden's party, Mary? I don't know. Well, They're your you're friends? the significant other. You're mm. supposed to have like my day planner and stuff. That's how it works, right? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I think this Saturday I'm going to a birthday party after work There'll where be some jamming it's going to be some jamming very cool what I don't know why are you looking is. at me weird I don't know when that is don't look at me I'm pretty sure it's Saturday cool alright we'll that talk about fun. it again next week yeah yeah. we'll talk about how uh, inadequate I am at playing instruments yeah you want to talk about that I don't do it very often <clears throat> so um, you remember Brother Octopus uh, Nathaniel Sutton? I think so. Yeah. Um, so uh, we did a whole bunch of uh, guest vocal recording for his new album. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, as per normal, by the time I start to know the melody, I start humming along to myself. Usually yeah. usually some sort of harmony or something, right? Anyway, he hears it, um, expresses some interest in having me add little things here and there. Um, and so he sends me all the tracks for all the songs. And I'd made one comment about, he had one guest vocalist. I'm, I don't know the guy's name, but he had one guest vocalist sing kind of a, kind of a rock chorus. Oh yeah. And he wasn't very good. <laughs> um, and so I said, I'd like to take a crack at it because I think, you know, I, I think that's something that I might be able to do better. And so Sunday morning, 
um, finally get a chance to uh, to track all these um, all these harmony parts, these background vocal parts. Um, don't go, I don't go really overboard. And then I finish by doing this this uh, this chorus. Yeah. I've never beaten myself up so bad for it. It was it was just low in my range. <clears throat> and I would listen back to it and I would just hate myself. But he sent me a text uh, yesterday after he'd had a chance to hear it and he's going to use it. Huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Huh? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think I was any better than him. <laughs> yeah. Funniness. Do those awards happen yet that you got nominated for? Or why not? No, they don't happen until September. September. Yeah, the Josie Awards. Okay. Um, so if they win, do you just get a piece of paper that says, "Oh, my"? Thing I get won. nothing because I'm I'm not specifically, I'm not specifically nominated. Okay. Because um, it's uh, album of the year, or maybe it's country album of the year, uh, male vocal of the year, uh, country single of the year, um, vocal collaboration of the year, and. I can't remember what the fifth one was, but, um, yeah, it'll, I'm not specifically nominated, not even invited to the party actually, but then again, it is in Nashville. So you can't afford to go there. Yeah. You'd have to sell one of your things. I have to sell stuff anyway. Yeah. It's on my long list of things to do that I've been trying to do for months is to sell stuff. I always see like the Kijiji ads and I'm always like, oh, that's James's stuff. I got nothing up there right now. Hmm. I have the... Um, well, it seems like every time I use Kijiji, you have something up there. That's fair. That's fair. On top of like your ads that keep appearing. I had no idea how often my ads show up in Kijiji. It's creepy. I was on Kijiji for the first time like as, as just a browser, like going through the ads. Um and my own, like the studio ad, must Comes have up shown up. There's usually every page. a variant of it um, coming up. Mm. Well, because I, I, run, I run a Kijiji ad on Kijiji, mm-hmm. but then my Google ad also shows up on Kijiji. Super weird. Super okay. weird. Yeah. Anyway. I know I've it's clicked not on it a few it's times, not and it seems like it's always different. So, Right. But yeah, it's. I probably change it often enough. Excuse me. Well, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, you could click on it and you'll never go to like the same ad. It's mm. for the same place, but like the write ups different and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I I might change it up every every once in a while. Um, yeah, and depending where you are in Kijiji, a different ad shows up. So yeah, I've noticed that. Mm. Yeah. Regardless, that's not a terrible thing. No. No. Hey, so <clears throat> I want to talk um, compressors today. Okay. Because I can do that. Yeah. Well, that's my thing. That's my jam. <laughs> that, People at work think it's microphones because I know a lot about microphones to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, this microphone is this mm. microphone. And like like the 460, I, I like telling the story of how that's a Telefunken M16 mark. Two, I think. Mark one. Mark one. Yeah. The Mark two is their actual recreation of something better. 
Yes. Yeah. That is completely different circuit board. Right. Right. I, I, I like telling that story of how like <laughs> part for part, this is a $1,500 microphone and you get for 300 bucks. And I do it in front of people who are getting this. Like I, I've often done this and it sold somebody on this microphone. And nice. then I give the sale to whoever was talking before right. I was. Like uh, there's a new guy named Clay. I did that recently with him. I was like talking to his customer because he he asked me a question about um, tube microphones and he because mm. he's never used a tube microphone. I just went in and I answered all their questions about tube microphones. Right, and I even went as far as describing that story about Telefunken and how it was a 50, they had a fifteen hundred dollar microphone part for part. That was this. Gotcha. And then they were just sold on it, and then. They were expecting to do the sale with me because I had like sold them on this microphone, and I just went, "Hey Clay, you were talking to these <laughs> fine people before me. You take the sale." It's but, a good story. I, mean, I don't need to take sales and stuff. Well, yeah, you guys don't work on commission, right? We don't work on commission, and I'm already a top performer. Who would have thought that you'd be a top salesman? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have the record for um, not performance warranty, but um, theft protection. Really? Yes. Interesting. I think it's the record at my store, mm. but I'm like within the top five in the country or something like that. That's messed up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk compressors. Yep. Let's talk about compressors. Specifically, specifically, <clears throat> I only have a limited supply of compressors, and so I'm always trying to, I'm always trying, and I'm not talking about the software, um, but yeah, it's, it's still, I was, still I was thinking hardware, yep. and I was like in my head thinking of how many I have at home that I never use. How many channels you got? You got six? I got, let's see, I got my RNC, that's two. Yeah. Uh, 160As, that's another two. Right. Uh, 266, that's two. Do I have anything else? I'm sure I have something else. Guitar pedal? No, I don't have a guitar pedal compressor. Really? Really. Interesting. But I do have a tube preamp. If you crank that, it's kind of like a compressor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Which tube preamp do you have? Oh, the MP. Tube MP. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great preamp. Yeah. Anyone who says it's terrible, especially for fifty bucks, is yeah. an idiot. Yeah, exactly, right? Plain simple fact. Like I go on some of these message boards that talk about Apex and is that the one, ART. Is that the one that's built into their DI box? Or is that the one where the controls are uh, on the top? It's controls at the top, but okay. it's like yeah. input output essentially. Yeah. And then you got like a couple buttons for other things like and it's got uh, the little bat, low V meter. Right. Doesn't have a VU meter. Doesn't have a VU meter? I only have the single. Okay. It has like um what is it? An LED meter. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah. it doesn't have a VU meter. I I don't care about having a VU meter on my Right. Okay, so preamps anyway. So the reason I want to talk compressors yep. is because I know you enjoy it. Yep. And I enjoy engaging you on it. But more than more than actual individual models, 
I want to talk, I want to talk the three basic types of compressors, not including Verimu. Okay. I want to leave Verimu out of the conversation. not a thing in this conversation. Because Verimu is the Enigma machine. Okay. And most, most of us don't have one. I lost out on the auction um, for that one. Okay. Um, not that I was going to buy it anyway. You were going to go right. after the FET, weren't you? Isn't that what we the decided was yeah. better for you yeah. to purchase? Yeah. Oh, speaking of, speaking of auctions that I didn't win, um, there was a dude in Victoria that was selling a pair of Warm Audio Pultex. Okay. It went for 905 Canadian. For a pair? For a pair. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. That's less than one in the store. Maybe not with your right. discount, but uh, yeah, I was trying to think about that because <laughs> I often don't think about like retail prices with that item because I've been eyeing it and wanting to buy it myself. Did you know that Clark Technic has one? Clark Technic, yeah, huh. they have. Uh, I know a lot of people have been getting warm audio stuff, like professional, like the big top guys, yeah. and they're all like, "Why wouldn't you?" You get essentially the the thing you want for a fraction the price. Yeah. The, the, apparently, Poltec is back. Yeah, they. Um, well, they they never really went away. Um, yeah, but they're well. making things again. Mm-hmm. And their their EQ is one of those things. But yeah. for four thousand dollars, I'm not buying a single channel EQ. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, Really I'll, I'll spend the money on the warm audio one. Yeah, two thousand dollars for a pair new—that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm, <clears throat> although I'm thinking of getting a WA, a warm audio WA three or what? No, not the warm audio. Gold tone? No, gold tone is banjos. <laughs> I'm gonna get the warm audio banjo. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of the LA3A, the one you showed me. Golden Age. Golden Age. Yeah, yeah I knew it was gold. Yeah. Um, the reviews are slowly starting to come out, and they're like normal. They're pretty mixed. Whatever. Um, but that's just it, right? Um, I have been finding though. I have been finding though. Um, more clones of them, right? And uh, JLM Audio seems like they build the most. Um, oh, that's good. Just gonna throw up on the rug. That would be fantastic. Nope. No, just nope, on my good. shoes. Just on your shoes. Well, that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those shoes are kind of look like vomit anyway. Right. They're getting old. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so JLM Audio has an LA3A clone um, in 500 series. Okay. Um, and it looks pretty cool. <clears throat> I started using the Brute more. Yeah. Um, used it yesterday on, on the lead vocal for the track that I mixed. And, um, and it was really nice. Um, added, added a nice finish to the track after I slammed it and it just kind of brought it back to life a little bit. Right. Um, 
but I've never really played with an LA three A um, or even any of the LA three A software. Yeah, I've, I've only ever played with the software version of an LA three A, and it's made me want to get like a physical one because I, right. I think that would be great, especially for a base rig. Sure. Because uh, I mean that's that's m- the most common use I have for an LA three A is a base. Really? Yeah. Okay. What does it do to the bass? I just find that it reacts better to uh, like what a bass guitar, what I want out of a bass guitar. It just kind of brings that up more. Hmm. Okay. And then I can carve out the parts that I, I don't care as much afterwards. So uh, it just seems to have that character that I prefer on my bass guitars. Gotcha. Is it, I, a, I, is it a distortion thing? Is it a frequency uh, thing? Is it I a, think it's mostly a frequency thing, but there might be like a slight distortion to it because I, I don't ever use it hard. Like huh. Maybe 4 dBs. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. like it shouldn't be distorting. Right. At least I don't think it should be. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But... Um. I remember. I remember at one point you saying that the that the LA three A was kind of your go to compressor for just about most things. Mm, LA three A. I mean, I use it on a lot of stuff. Sure. Okay. But I mean, it's just like eleven seventy six. I use on a lot of stuff. Hmm. Um, I think my go to is actually the Sonics Oxford compressor. Oh really? Yeah. It's just because I don't know for. Is it is it modeled after something? Is it? Um, no, I don't think it's modeled after anything. I just it the controls of it and is right. everything I need out of it. Right. And so if I'm not looking for a specific character, it's just the thing I use. VCA style. <clears throat> well, it's a digital compressor, so I, I'm not sure if it's modeling VCA or not. Well, I think that's I think that's what most basic. Um, digital compressors are yeah so yeah we could say yeah it's vca okay because i I especially love it if i'm trying to be transparent so Mm -hmm. but at the same time i can be pretty aggressive with it and add distortion and stuff i don't typically use it for that i usually use more vintage right uh, emulated or actual analog gear when i'm going for that gotcha although analog gear if I'm already in the box, I usually don't bother. Yeah, that kind of creates a headache. Yeah, well, I mean, you're down. Well, you're I don't down have a patch to... bay to make it easy, and that's the only way I would ever, like, actively probably <laughs> use analog gear while I was mixing is if I had a patch bay that just made it easier. Yeah. Where I could just be, like, in my computer, okay, we're going out of here, returning here, and then just go on my patch bay and be like, okay, we're going into these things. I don't, I don't. I don't have enough stuff to justify building a patch bay. Like I couldn't even do a rack. Right. So no point in building it. Yeah. If I had there. more analog gear, I'd probably build a a, 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 a patch bay. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, if I build know. a recording facility, I'd build a patch bay. <laughs> But I would also be buying like a bunch of stuff for right. the facility. But 
What were you asking? <laughs> I, I don't know. Where was I? Well, you oh, said, yeah. what do I? I wanted to know I what you, um, I wanted to know what you use the three different styles of compressors for. Well, VCA is more my, like, just, I'm trying to be transparent. Okay. Um, the other ones again. Names escape me Fet at the moment. Fit and Opto. Optical. Yeah, Fit and Optical. That's just really those are for those are character machines for me. Do you, you actually use them for character? Yeah. Fed is like I, I consider that to be more of a transformer based distortion that I get out of that. Okay. Whereas your Opto is your tube warmth and stuff. Well, but. Um, Opto has nothing to do with tubes, though, right? Meh. I know the LA-2A has a tube gain stage, and yeah. that's that's where everybody gets the um, the misconception about it, right? Right. But the LA-3A uh, is an optical yeah, compressor. Yeah, Opto is just, right? just using... Uh, but the, the... You're still using a... Uh, a light or something, something with yeah. It's it's a it's a and because of how light works, you can get distortion out of it, and it's it's a different style of distortion. I find. But that's the thing is the light is only the light is only in the um, in the side chain, the detection circuit, right? The the light isn't in the audio path. I don't know. It's a different <laughs> distortion. That's what I'm. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure about. I, I know I've read about this stuff. It's just it's been a while since. All right. But uh, fair enough. Um, so I probably well I believe you in that I'm wrong in what opto is. Like you're making me question it to the point where I'm actually having to look it up now. Yeah. Um. So what kind of things do you use the uh while you're looking up opto? Actually, you know what? While you're looking up opto, ah, what other what? Nothing. What? While I'm looking up opto, what? I was going to say while you're doing that, um what other optical compressors do you use? I know you I I know you're mostly in the box these days, but um no. what uh what plugins are you using? That are optically created, optically created. <laughs> Holy crap! Have I gone downhill? Um, uh, LA three A is not a fat compressor. It is not. No. Okay. No. LA three A is is it's an optical compressor with uh, transformer and op amp gain stages. Right. Um. Or yeah, and. Uh, the um, 1176 is pretty much it for, and that style is pretty much it for FET compressors. There's not a lot of others. Is it really a FET? I, uh, it's this I thought it was 11, 1176? Yeah. Yeah, that's huh. a FET. Why did I get those two mixed up? I don't know. You might be thinking the transformer thing, right? Maybe. Because transformers are not the same thing. Well, I know they're not the same thing. As a FET, yeah. Right. Uh, seven, 670 is one I really like. That's my bus compressor. Hmm. That's the very moo? 
Have you? Did you yeah, reinstall that would it? Be a very mo- did you reinstall it? No, I'm using uh, UAD. Oh, did you get one from UAD? Mm. You got the whole package? No, no. Trial gotcha. right now because I'm lazy. Um, all it is is an email, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just never remember to do it while I'm at work. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I could do it while I'm not at work, but I don't want to work while I'm not at work. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's one. I'm trying to think. I don't like the LA2A for whatever reason. Like, I haven't found anything that I okay with it on. I really like it on acoustic guitar. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing, but, but I, I find that it has like a bit of like the a shimmery glass tone. And I've, I mean, I could see that being useful, but I've never, I haven't needed that tone right. out of very many things. And so I don't use it often. That's fair. And it makes me feel like I'm missing something like, Maybe my hearing's all screwed up because everybody's like, LA-2A is great. I'm just like, eh, eh, I don't it's, think it is. It's not for anything that, it's not for anything aggressive. Right? Well, I know it's definitely not for anything aggressive. I just, but even like being soft and stuff, I, I just, it's got a tone that I don't very often feel like I need. Right. So... I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I don't care for the LA-2A that much. That's fair. Uh, <clears throat> I can't think of what it's designed after, but there is a compressor. I think it's like a Neve compressor. Okay. What does it look like? Uh, this plugin is very red, and it has like kind of the Neve knobs to it that's why i think it's based off of a neve Mm -hmm. it's very red who's it by uh psp i think it's like the something 27 like a pretty sure that's a compressor it's been a while since i used it well let's find out um psp audio wear plugins um okay e27 Maybe. It kind of, from as far away as I am, it kind of looks like what I was. Yeah, that's probably the, that's probably the one. Um, is that so the this, EQ or is that the compressor? EQ. Okay. Yeah. Um, I might be thinking of something else that looks kind of similar to that. So it's not this one? No. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I do use um, SSL 4000G, I think it is. For like channel strips, so the oh, built-in yeah. compressor for that's pretty good. Yeah, that especially on guitars. I like it for guitars. Mm. It's got like I don't know. It's kind of the LA three A thing again, where like for distorted guitars, it just brings up that thing I like. Mm. That's fair. So yeah, uh, it's funny, you know, I. I would say all of those compressors I just mentioned, though, would be my go-tos. And then after that, I'm usually just slapping a compressor on because, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, the API 2500. I like that thing. Yeah. That thing's great, especially on pianos. 
Yes. Yes, that's one of my go-to bus compressors digitally. If I had a real one, I'd probably use it all the time. I had the 500, the, the, the 527, which was the one channel of it. Right. I found it but so I would still, I want a stereo. Absolutely. But channel. I, I found it so hard to dial in, so hard to make it sound right. Yeah, but when you do, it sounds awesome. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I just found it so hard to use. So hard to use, in fact, that it was one of the things that I, I sold. Mm-hmm. Sold it for slightly more than I paid for it, which was awesome. But That's always a nice. Mm. Um, I use a lot of tape things, too. Really? Yeah. Like, I've been downloading, like, free plugins and stuff and yeah. trying, trying to try those out. And so I've been liking some of the tube or tape warmth plugins. Gotcha. So I guess you could count those as like compression plugins to an extent. Yeah, if 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 you drive them hard enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the UAD Struder. Mm. I love that thing. I haven't tried it yet. I have yeah. the, Am- the Ampex? Uh, the Ampeg? Ampeg. Ampeg? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. They got a couple tape machines now. <laughs> I have I have the other one. Um, UAD. Excuse uh, you, Pepper. What'd you do? Farted. Oh, good. She is really good at that. Um, she does it a lot more in her sleep. Well, she might be asleep. It's very probable. Yeah. Releases, channel strips, compressors, equalizers, guitars, bass, mastering. Would it be in mastering? Probably not, eh? Oh, I love the the yes. the Ampex. Shadow Hills compressor. That thing's cool. That UAD has. Yeah. Yeah, you just using the demo of it, or do you actually have a copy? I have used the demo in the past. I could I know that my demos were restarted since then though. I um I use the uh, the API twenty five hundred from Waves mm-hmm. as bus compression, yeah. and if I'm not using it, I use the Shadow Hills, and I almost always have a Shadow Hills on my output bus, unless I haven't controlled my dynamics well, and then I can't. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that I love that Shadow Hills. I would buy the Shadow Hills if it was cheaper. You mean the seven thousand dollar version? Uh no, the plug-in. The three hundred and fifty dollar version. Yeah, yeah. It's that's a lot of money for just uh a compressor <laughs> plug-in. I mean I guess yeah. it was Spog standard like a few years ago, and I would have probably paid that a few years ago, but a lot of companies are creating some really great products for a lot cheaper than mm-hmm. three hundred bucks for a compressor. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's and totally I mean fair. UAD stuff's great. I usually buy UAD plugins when it's like a special price for the plugin I'm looking for. It's cheap enough. And then they also give me like my $50 coupon that I use towards it. Yeah. That's how I got my LA3A. I only paid like 20 bucks or something like that because I had a coupon and there was a deal on it. Nice. And I stacked those things together to get it for like <laughs> dirt cheap. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
I got the Shadow Hills, the Ocean Way, and the um, Manly Massive Passive as my uh, back when they were running the three free plugins with every purchase. Right, right. Um, and so that's what I got. I haven't bought. Uh, I haven't bought a new plugin. I was, in over a year. I was debating buying the Apollo to get that $3,000 rack deal that they had going on. Oh, yeah? But I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. Because that would be like all of my employee discounts for a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, was the, what was the rack deal? It was... It was the um, uh, buy an Apollo and you get like um, three thousand dollars worth of plugins or something like that. Oh yeah, which I mean for UAD three thousand that's like ten plugins. But I mean ten plugins is. But what would you use it for, right? Like I go through my lists and lists and lists and lists and lists and lists and lists of plugins, and I don't use most of them. Well, I since use formatting my computer. I've like made my list smaller, right? And so I only have a handful of stuff. That's like, I don't have any Waves audio stuff because like, I, I didn't find myself using them, and the few that I did use, I didn't see any point in keeping. Have you ever gone through? Um, have you ever gone through a plugin purge like uh, Graham Cochran? He was ranting and raving about that a few years back. I pretty much just did when I formatted my computer. I was just like, starting over from zero. Download. I'm only going to install the ones that I've been using, and then I'll try out some free ones. Or so then, why, um, why didn't you reinstall the 670? I feel like you've told me, but I, I, I just, I can't. I either disbelieve it or, I or don't understand it. I didn't want to install Waves. So, right, but why? I just. I wasn't using those plugins. And like if I installed the 670, I'm going to then install the other ones I use. And it's just kind of just it's partly out of laziness. Okay. And also my experience with waves in general and dealing with their licensing stuff. Like I don't like how that works. I don't like how majority of companies licensing stuff works. Because it's a pain in the ass, but I suppose that but. aside, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it just didn't, didn't make sense. I wasn't going to install the Waves installer to only install one plugin. That mm. just didn't make any sense to me. I guess, but you use Whereas it so much. The UAD, right? like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy the UAD one. It's not super expensive, is it? On sale for one forty nine yeah, American, see. right? But that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. And if I get off my ass, I, I might have an NFR. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. Yeah, I heard that UAD is trying to get away from giving out too many of those because there was a lot of uh, artists demanding that they get NFRs mm. on their products. Yeah, that's silly. It is silly. Their uh, their their API twenty five. Do you have their API twenty five hundred? Is that the one you have? I believe so. I haven't. I only recently installed UAD back on my computer. Yeah. I haven't actually like used any of their stuff yet. 
Okay. You need to get. So more I can't projects. remember if the one I had was the UAD one or if it was the Waves one. Uh, gotcha. Um, it was probably the Waves one because the UAD one is really really new. Like it only came out in the last. Okay, yeah, it was probably the wait like then. Round, I, I want to say it came out like Christmas time, right? Okay. Well, if UAD has one, then I mean, just makes it easier for me to not use Waves stuff. Oh, they've added a mix knob too. That's cool. Yeah, I never use that. I like experimenting with it. I, I like the idea of it, where like, oh, I can basically have a parallel compressor. Mm-hmm. on the same channel like that's cool right but when I need to parallel compress I'm usually sending multiple channels yeah you're sending um, so I'm going to have to make that a specific blend of yeah, yeah. so I don't know no I get it it's a nice feature for like that odd time that it makes sense because I'm only doing it to the one channel but more often than not, when I would need something like that, I'm sending it to multiple f- things, and it just doesn't make sense for me to have that plug-in on multiple channels when doing it. So, gotcha. Make the the channel with the plug-in, and just send everything that I need with those settings to that channel. Yeah. So, now that was one thing I didn't. I didn't try yesterday with the analog mix. I had a handful of compressors left over. Yeah. And I just didn't bother trying any parallel compression stuff. Didn't, didn't even really think about it until I felt like I, the mix was done. Yeah. Um, which is probably a good thing, but... I, I parallel compress a lot, so... Mm-hmm. Like, I had some buddies at work ask me for further details on like some of my favorite vocal techniques and one of them was that I parallel compress the vocal yeah usually there's like two or three channels of parallel compression just yeah. so I have flavors yeah uh, that that doesn't work so well if the vocal is poorly recorded though it can help you uh hide the the mistakes in the performance maybe you distort it and then just blend it in there and then right. it, it can hide like if the singer was off key by a little bit it can hide those imperfections because you're adding harmonics that would be off key anyway right so yeah or you could get a better singer yeah I mean you could do that but that's not always an <laughs> option Joe you can just resing the parts right oh yeah you can ask Mary how well I am at singing so good. In fact, I wrote a song this morning. No. <laughs> Sing it for us. Oh, I can't remember all of it. It was really bad. But it was like it's gibberish. akin to the stuff that's like on top 40. It's just really gibberish. terrible. Excellent. Gibberish. <laughs> I guess that's it. Um, thanks to G Radio, to everybody that Mary for being here and talking Peanut as Gallery. Much. See ya. Mm. <laughs> Follow our hosts on Twitter at Two Bodies of Water. You got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, 
We didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.